but 100 episodes in. You are listening to the podcast. If I ain't investing a quarter million in personal development, something is going per year. Something is going wrong. What makes you a millionaire is thinking about money in a different way. If you can't make real time good financial decisions, you'll never approach financial freedom. If you're trying to be great at something, it's going to take some time. So I got kicked out in the first grade, the fifth grade, the ninth grade. I got expelled out of school in the 10th grade. And then today, I'm one of the top financial educators on the planet, though. Money is never a solution to money problems. Facts. Ever. You can support your spouse, and it doesn't minimize who you are as a person. I had made $1.8 million in one day we'll trading Amazon. 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 Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to a very, very special episode of the Melanin Money Show. Not one of them things, but 100 episodes in. Can you in. believe that we've done 100 episodes, bro? 100 episodes. I remember, I remember like it was yesterday, yep. August 1st. I say, y'all, one a week, yeah. rain, sleet, snow. No, that's yeah. crazy, bro. Like, you, you, you. You um you and our previous partner y'all was talking about doing it by by, by ourselves. Yeah, I was like, man, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to commit to another podcast. I'll, bro. I'll do a tax like a tax. I'll, I'll come once a month and do a thing. And I was like, what you say, Melanie Money Show? I said, no, nah, I, I need to be a part of that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be a part of yeah, that thing for a time, man. Yeah, so. yeah, man. So man, we're just great to be here, man. And um, you know, shout out to Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, played an instrumental role in, in, in a lot of our earlier ep episodes. Just the brand in general. Um, we're glad to kind of keep the torch going. But man, I just we wanted we did we couldn't even do. A hundred episode justice without just reflecting on all the moments and that we've had on the show. And so what we're going to do for y'all this week, instead of, you know, coming on and giving y'all some gems like we usually do, we're going to go back in the archives because we know that some people, you know, have y'all can still get the, they can still get the gems. They still get the gems. Y'all can still get the gems though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But there were so many gems over these hundred episodes. I know y'all probably haven't watched them all and it would take a lot of time to go watch them all. Big facts. So what we're going to do, we're going to take the highlights from all the hundred episodes. Well, not all hundred. Some of, some of, some of the top. Some of the top. Some of the top. <laughs> it, 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 it would be a, uh, Star Wars movie, if we if we, could, if we matched up all all hundred episodes. Right, 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 right. We gonna take the highlights, man, and um, just really make sure that y'all that they that y'all get the best of them because we had some like great moments, and I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Watch I want to. I want to go back and remember. Yeah, some I want to Donald. We count on you to pull them gems, man. <laughs> um, but also take a quick moment just to thank you know everybody's been a part of it, man. So far, you know. So right now we're actually recording, you know, in um in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Um, so shout out to David Shans and crew, you know, letting us you know hold it down when we're in Atlanta. Atlanta, uh, using the studio. Um, anybody else who's ever let us use their studio? Shout out to Donald, who's edited every episode when we Crazy. get it to you the day of in some situations. Uh, we really, really appreciate you. Um, you know, our YouTube team, uh, just everybody who played a role. Quantia for getting those emails out um, religiously. Um, and people who have attended our live experiences, like just anybody who has been a part of allowing us to be able to continue this um, and do it at a high level. As a matter of fact, if you hear our voice, yeah. you know, we had a live podcast event on Thursday. Yep. We had two major events the next day. Mm -hmm. um, and then here we are uh, still showing up for you guys in true fashion. And I think the biggest, the biggest is shout out to y'all, right? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, shout out to y'all yeah. because we we're not we're not making it to hundred episodes without y'all support. We're not making it to hundred episodes without the people who supported us, yep. who, who downloaded the podcast. I think we're in the top seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We peaked at top 70, 72, Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, podcast. So again, 
this is to say thank you to you all for your support and just continue um, grace over the last 100 episodes and also is just a testament of what's to come, right? Because yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not going to stop at 100. Definitely not stopping at 100. Cheers to the next 100. 100 yeah. And uh, for those of you who are watching this, I don't know, no, I think we would have already done. Hopefully you tapped in and came to Chicago. Yeah. Uh, last stop on this stint of the podcast tour. But man, we're grateful. We're excited for the next 100 and beyond. Yeah. And let us know what were y'all's favorite gyms. Yeah. And be be sure. before y'all, before this reel and this recap happens, take a moment to hit that like button. Yes. Hit that subscribe button. Or whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button and just um and just enjoy this recap of the best 100. Big facts. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> y'all, if y'all have been trying to figure out how to make some extra income, yeah. right? Yeah. I think that y'all might have found a way, which which is a perfect segue. So talk about one of your students who had 180 something thousand dollars. Yeah. You mind sharing one of your most successful or your most successful trade so far? Yeah, I put so I put on Instagram one of them mm -hmm. and I had made 1.8 million dollars in one day what were you trading Amazon. 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 Thank you Amazon. So while everybody yeah. else is going you use Amazon Prime and spending their money. Amazon's paying you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She has no problem. She has no problem spending money on Amazon cuz they didn't make it. Thank you. Thank you. Doing what you do. So, so let's walk us through that trade because to, to his point about emotion, right? It's like obviously you did your due diligence, you saw, found your spot, you knew that this was gonna be a good trade. But like, I mean, just watching that unfold, like he kind of like walk us through that. Sure. Yeah. I remember I was in Puerto Rico. I woke up that day, and I first thing I do when I wake up is I um, turn on my phone and look at the market. Okay. And then I go and look at the charts. Okay. And I remember looking at the chart of Amazon that morning, and it had come down into what I call a buyer's level. Okay. So it had come down and I'm looking at it like, that's a really good level. Like I should buy here. And I kind of hesitated at first because the market is falling. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, it could keep falling. But I'm like, no, this is a good buyer's level. This is really strong. Banks are buying here. So I put in an, an order to buy, um, I think at the time it was a hundred, was it a hundred or a thousand? I think it was a hundred at that time. Now I'm in thousands, but like a hundred options contracts. And then that day, it came into that level, and sure enough, it started turning around and going up, and it went up over $100. And options contracts are, each contract, you're trading 100 shares. Right. So if you're thinking, like, I have 100 times 100 shares of Amazon, and it right. goes up over 100 bucks. That's, that's, so, that's 10,000 shares? That's 10,000 shares? I think so. Yeah, okay. Or is it 1,000? Nope, it's 10,000, no. you're right? 10,000, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so times 100. So it just... Mm. But then, like, of course, like, your profit is a little bit different because you have to subtract what you put in. Right, right. But my profit was $1.8 on that trade. Wow. So when, when you finally sold, what was the emotion? Like, did you celebrate or, like... I was excited because I had been working <laughs> at that so long. Like, I had been working up. Like, I, yeah. I was working from $300 a day yeah. to making over a million dollars a day. Right. So I'm looking at it, and I'm like, yes, it's hitting my million. But then I had... <laughs> <laughs> I would have flipped the computer. Everything had to go, bro. What? Uh, well, we managing emotions on. Yeah, right, 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 right. We see that. That's why I don't trade, but I get you happy. <laughs> so that, that's that's amazing. So one thing that I want to talk about too, and it's kind of not necessarily specific to trading, but again, we get in these ecosystems, we go in these rooms, we see people getting their million dollar awards and all that, and so we're kind of almost to a degree immune, right? To some level, obviously, there's certain levels we're still trying to reach, right? But like. 
at what point, like, because you, to, you, to your point, you were trading $300, trying to get $300 a day to get into a point where you had a, a $1.8 million trade. Like, at what point did those type of numbers, like, just become, like, normal to you, right? Because that's, that, some people won't make that money in their entire life. Right. Yeah. Right. So how so how did that become like, oh, okay, I made one point eight million dollars, we're excited, but like tomorrow's a new day. Right. You know what I mean? And and I literally had meetings because right after that I was going into a tour where I was touring yeah. my documentary. So oh, I like yeah. saw it, I was excited, and then I was like, Okay, well gotta go to this meeting. See, I would have <laughs> I would have shut everything that day had to be shut down. Yo, right. We going outside, you know what I'm saying, to celebrate. <laughs> but uh we but outside outside. We outside. <laughs> Look, we outside outside. <laughs> but no, I think I think that's dope because Again, you're you're so successful because like yeah, all right, we did that mini celebration, but we got bigger things to do. Like your docu series, um, was just you know showing people who Terry is, and I think it was mm-hmm. so important. I watched the whole thing, um, and it was just moving because it really showed the the the, uh, the deep part into your life, like how you employ your entire family, how you keep everybody together, and I think outside of the amazing trader you are, you also are an amazing person because you literally are the catalyst. For your family, you know, like I'm seeing your mom's always there, your auntie's there, like your family is your are your business uh, partners. I think that's really dope that you did that docuseries. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah. Are you an aspiring first generation millionaire who's looking to march towards their first one million in net worth? If you are, then I strongly encourage you to consider joining the Melanin Millionaires Club. Inside the Melanin Millionaires Club you're going to get access to a complete library of elective courses that will help you navigate towards your journey of your first 1 million in network. You're going to receive access to My Wealth Health, which is a dashboard that allows you to track your financial progress in real time. You're going to get access to live workshops and masterclasses, and you're going to get access to our past library recording of all of our masterclasses and workshops called Financial Flicks. Not to mention, you're gonna receive access to our flagship feature called Pocket Advisor, where you get access to a financial coach in real time. This is by far one of my favorite features of the platform and there's so much more. All you have to do to learn more is go to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to see how you can take advantage of all these benefits and become a first generation millionaire. See you inside the club. So you had your first event space. You, you say you dropped about, you know, 30 grand on that, right? And you made some mistakes. So what, I guess, give us some, because people, we will talk about like what to do, but I love starting like what not to do. So if you had like three or four mistakes that you made in your event space journey that you want the people to avoid, um, then we'll talk about some things to do. I get, yeah. well, yeah, I think that that could be good if you could highlight, like, how do people actually get started? With yeah, 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 yeah. Start, 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 start there, start there. Yeah, 100%. So definitely, uh, truthfully, I know it sounds cliche, but one of the biggest things that I would recommend people do is just literally just start, like start looking at spaces, start hitting them realtors, start hitting them landlords. Like I feel like a lot of people just have all this built up kind of trepidation where they think the the whole system is just so hard. Literally the hardest part about getting into the event space game is finding a location, point blank period. Everything after that is smooth sailing. Once you find the location and you, let me correct that. Once you find a location and you sign the lease, after that, it's cake. After that, it's literally cake. And anybody, any one of my mentees, any one of my students could literally vouch for that. Like, is real, like, is finding the space is the hardest part. Then once you get to, like, I'm, uh, I'm in the process of finally getting two more spaces right now in the Bronx here in New York. And we've been going back and forth with the lease for, like, past eight weeks. 
you know what I'm saying? Come to find out the the landlord, uh, not the landlord, but the lady, the the lady, the property manager was pregnant. So I kind of felt a little bad. I was just like, damn, she got a whole kid on. The, and like, yeah, right. like where my, where's the contract, bro? Like, yeah, and I'm like, she's like very pregnant, like do like next month type ish, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, damn, I feel kind of bad now. Like I'm really like, where's the lease? And a whole child coming on. God damn, I feel bad now, but. Yeah, so that's really the, the that's really the, the toughest part. But literally, I once y'all get past that part, once you get past the part of signing the lease, um, getting getting cahoots with your landlord, things like that, you have them keys, butter. Without without counting, you don't have a brand. Okay. Like we don't know you. Like you may be really dope locally, yeah. and I know a lot of dope local people, right? But if you're trying to have a global brand, you have nothing if you have if you don't have content. If everybody was to go check their insights and they go into their followers, you will, and you go into countries, not necessarily cities, you're going to see that you have a global brand without even necessarily trying because you have content, right? So it's important to have your message strong and put it out there visually, whether it's through pictures, whether it's through video, whether it's through written, you know, whatever you feel. I always say, if you're starting out, if I wake you up at 3.47 in the morning and I say, hey, uh, what can you create? Like, whatever, okay. Yeah. What's, what's your favorite tip that you love giving? What's your favorite tip? I love giving, I love giving tax tips. Okay. Yeah. At 3.47 in the morning with cold in your eye. Okay. Picture, video, audio, or written. What can you do? Uh, to give that tip. I got, I got I thousands of people. Can do oh, you can do audio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At 3.47 in the morning? Well, I mean, I would... I could do written, I guess. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. So that's something that you could do on a regular basis because you're not thinking. Gotcha. You feel what I'm saying? Gotcha. So people gotcha. overthink creating content because they see everybody else. But if I wake you up at 3.47 in the morning and you're purest, like, okay, I don't even know what to do. Okay, uh, all right, uh, do this and post. Mm -hmm. That means you could do that every single day. The things that stop you is is your expectations and and your thoughts of what works and what doesn't and there's no like laws that say yo this is what content is this is what successful content is is like like you could do whatever you want because you see pages like justin leboy yeah he doesn't show his face not at all and it's just tweets and they go crazy right you see other people that do just amazing reels yeah that stuff is going crazy so i think the, the lesson is that if you if you're be yourself yeah if you're introvert you don't got to show your face to yeah. like throughs or if you if you're good in front of the camera get in front of the camera and i think people need to know that you don't have to sacrifice who you are to create content mm -mm. no especially not in the beginning now granted of course you have to understand that if we're trying to have a, a like a stable strong audience we have to understand we have introverts and extroverts mm -hmm. right so like extroverts will love the videos and love watching because it's quick straight on the point Introverts necessarily need like more details. Like, so I may read your captions because you're breaking all, all the way down, or I may look for those carousel posts and blogs, whatever it is. So when you get further into feeling comfortable that I could be consistent and things like that, then I'm going to like, my, my go-to is videos. So then I may go into more of the written stuff. Then I may go, you know, and, and try to cater in that standpoint. Now, the main reason why I do kind of like long captions is because I understand that I have an introverted uh, audience as well. And so now I capture, you, I capture you, I bait you with the video or the picture or whatever I have, but then I'm breaking it all the way down because you don't know why I did this. So as you get bigger, then you're like, okay, how do I talk to, because if not, you're going to naturally talk to who you are 
right? So if you're naturally an extrovert, naturally an introvert, then you're going to talk that way through content, right? But then you have a whole other audience that isn't, yeah, that isn't really connecting with your content. They like you because that's why they're following you, but they're not really connecting with your content. So when you're like, yo, my engagement is low, it's maybe because you're only speaking to half of your audience. It's a fact. What's, what's your advice to somebody? Well, for everybody, right? Like, we all have content that flops. Yeah. It, you know, maybe you are posting consistently, but mm -hmm. your content flops, and then you feel like, oh, I don't want to keep creating. Right. What do you say to that person in that situation? Post when you're in that feeling, because that next one is probably going to do really dope. Because now you're not caring, mm. right? You're not caring what it looks like. And so you're like, yo, this doesn't work. Forget it. Let me post that. And then all of a sudden you're like getting all these notifications. Like, what is happening? What is going on? Because we overthink content, mm. right? So we think it has to look a certain way. Do this, do that. It has to have a certain kind of filter transition. If not, it sucks. It sucks to you. I'm not you. I'm your audience. Right. So you're not catering to me. You're catering to what you think I need. And you didn't even ask me. Right. Mm -hmm. So so it's more on like post when you're in that feeling, because that's going to be some of the best numbers that you're ever going to feel. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I think the organic content, obviously posting in the moment, I think that's what people resonate with. Yeah. But when you see people who are consistent and they grow, they yeah. you start to elevate the quality. Right. Absolutely. So what do you feel like is that balance like or even you do you have a kind of a balance of like all right well i'm gonna just have my in the in, you know hold the phone mm -hmm. have my whole setup like what is your balance of like you know so i'm stuff? yeah so i'm a natural creator so i yeah. i'm big on quality yeah. right super big on it um but once i understood that i spend way too much time worrying about quality and then i just went on live and that just reposted that real quick and that did good i was like all right, I need to do this a little bit different. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. The riches in the niches. The, the riches are in the niches. I want to know that she's 18 to 40 years old. I want to know that she's black. I want to know that she likes to watch all of Tyler Perry's movies. I want to know what she does in her social hour. I want to know if she's working. I want to know if she's married. I want to know if she's a mom. All these things will help you. Getting clarity in these things are what helps you to position yourself to stand out to make money. When I talk to my audience, I'm speaking directly to them. I am known for having a very um, direct tone. <laughs> but I know that I am speaking to people who are sick and tired of being pacified. The people that I work with don't need another yes man or yes woman in their corner. The people that I work with are ready to get to the money. Talk to me how we need to talk to me. Just make sure it cashes at the end of the day. Now, that's, that's a gem there. Um, I know we have some people in the audience who maybe they're just getting started. Maybe they, they've just scratched the surface in entrepreneurship, right? And is there anything that you can give people from a, on a tactical level that's just like, hey, if you literally don't know what to do and you're trying to crack that first six figures, mm -hmm. what would you give them as some insight to maybe get them over the hump? Focus on one thing. So let me first talk to people who, uh, anybody in here wants to be an entrepreneur, you're not quite sure what you should be doing 
or are we talking to people who already have a business idea? If you don't hold your hand up high, I don't know that you're in the room. Okay, so for individuals who want to start a business, but you, you really don't know, you're struggling, what is my idea? Let me tell you something, especially in the service-based industry, your customer is a version of who you are or were, okay? So first of all, it needs to be something that you have experienced firsthand. Now, I'm not talking about my t-shirtpreneurs and my, 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 my vendors who sell hair and things like that. I am talking specifically to the CEO who desires to help someone else get a transformation. You can't teach something that you've never done before, right? So I want you to think about where have I gone? What have I mastered? What have I overcome? What circumstances have I overcome? And can I help somebody else reach that particular outcome like I've already reached as well? If you want to go into any industry and it's not service-based or product-based, whatever that might be, I want you to think about, here's a couple of things that I tell people to do um, that are very beginners. What do you do right now for work? What do you do right now for work? One of my first businesses legitimately that made six figures was in property management. I was a property manager and I managed communities all over Atlanta, Georgia. I managed this high-end property and I did not like the people who I worked with. I was fed up, but I wasn't motivated enough to quit until one day they tried me. Ooh. Anybody ever got tried? <laughs> and it got to the point where I, um, I would drive to work every single day. Anybody familiar with 8 Ball and MJG? <laughs> there was this song, Jacqueline, and the lyric went something like, don't make me kill no motherfucking body in, in here. here. <laughs> I pulled up to my office. I remember that song. Every <laughs> single day. Y'all got one more time. <laughs> one more time. I bring all the money into this establishment. You got one more time. And so I walked into my office one day. Long story short, they exercised their option to utilize that one last time. <laughs> and they found out. And they found out. That's around they found out. They, they okay. you know, yeah, they found out, right? Yeah. And so I left and I immediately contacted, I worked in that, at that time, we were doing housing for the film industry and athletes in Atlanta. And I called all the contacts. Mm -hmm. They weren't leasing that property because they loved the property so much. They would come and they were happy to lease anywhere. And I called them and I said, hey, I've separated from the company, but I can still secure your property in, for your clients in this building or any building. And then I started to book a portfolio of people who were doing the same exact thing that I spent 13 years struggling to do for somebody else. So start with what you're doing right now. Are you an executive assistant? Can you find an entrepreneur, start your own business and say, hey, I do outsource, I have, I have an outsourced agency where I can come in and be your interim executive assistant? Or can you teach some other executive assistants how to be amazing executive assistants? What do you do right now for work? Maybe that doesn't work, you hate your job, you don't like what you do. Text five people in your phone and simply say, hey, if I told you I was starting a business right now and you had to guess what it would be, what do you think that business would be? Mm, that's a dream, that's good. What game would you give somebody from zero to their first six figures on how they can get there that they literally know nothing and just get started. Like, what will be that process? So they so they don't know nothing. They don't understand nothing about credit. They want to go from like making like maybe working a nine to five to their Correct. first six figures entrepreneur. Correct. All right, cool. 
I promise. And I just said this. The lifestyle that they want, which is a six-figure lifestyle, mm -hmm. it starts with credit. Mm -hmm. Like, like everything that I do is is surrounded with credit. Like, if I want to get some funds to be able to put it in here, for, let's just say for marketing, like my American Express Go, I'm going to use that because that's giving me four times a point when I run ads. Right. right? So I'm going to use that. I'm going to use the bank's money mm -hmm. to run my ads. Mm -hmm. And then that money is going to not only make the money back to pay the bank back, but then it's going to put money back into my business account. Mm. But then the cool part about it is I actually just got some reward points for spending money that I was going to spend anyway. Yeah, yeah. So then That's now we're in this hotel. Right. Yeah. So then now I take this money and I can convert it into, I mean, well, if you convert it into like cash, it's, it's a lower value. But if you do the hotel play, you're getting like two times the points. Mm -hmm. If you do a flight, you get like two, two and a half, three times the points. Mm -hmm. If you just, you know, utilize it for, let's just say straight, take my points and give it to like a marriage for like a flight. I'm going to get double the point value. So now the money that I would have spent trying to take my family on vacation, I don't have to pay for that anymore. It's paid for itself. So I'm, I'm saving money on that as well. So again, we just, it, it all dials back to credit. So once you can understand how credit works and you know how to leverage credit, you can literally, you can get to six figures faster because a lot of successful entrepreneurs, they got good credit though. Yeah, a fact. And, they, and then not only that, but they're leveraging the good credit. Mm -hmm. Like they literally, they say, yo, okay, cool. Like you think, look, like think about Grant Cardone. He's he's utilized his personal business credit. He started with that in order to get his first estate property, mm -hmm. and then it just keep happening. So now the banks are believing in him from a credit perspective mm -hmm. that he can now get loans for for at, at a larger rate to go out there and pay us back, right. and then actually that, that's all it is. They don't know Grant. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't know me. Right. So what? Like we we go out think about this. Let's think about this. If I want. The car that I want to drive and I want the house that I want to live in, if I don't have that money physically sitting in the bank, I got to utilize credit in order to be able to attain it. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with my business. If I don't understand the business, I don't know how to get started, I don't know how the funds for it, why don't I leverage my credit to start my business? We just don't understand this stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, facts. And, I, and when I ask people, like, what's stopping you from starting a business, 90% 90, 90 of people say funds, and they think it has to be theirs, right? And like, how many opportunities are you missing when you don't have business credit? How do you pay for your mastermind? Credit. <laughs> That's what I mean. Right. I, 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 if I didn't have business credit, put like this. Joining one of my masterminds has made me a half a million dollars, right? If I didn't have that $50,000 to join, I missed out on a half a million dollars because yep. I wasn't ready. Yep. How many business opportunities are you missing out on because you're not, like, you can't, you can't afford to not be ready when the opportunity presents itself. That's a fact. It's all, I promise it's all credit. Like, it's it's all credit. Like, there's there are more people than not. So 33% of Americans have bad credit. That means that 33% of Americans are denied just opportunity to live the way, let's just say we live. Mm -hmm. Six seven figure lifestyle. They 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 can't they can't obtain it because they don't have good enough credit to be able to go ahead and get funds to borrow to go ahead and make an investment into a mastermind, mm -hmm. make an investment into a even if it's just like if you had a vision, say yo bro, I want you to partner with me. I don't have I don't have the the, the credit to go ahead and get money to leverage that. I don't have it. On YouTube before back in the day, a lot of people don't know this. And what was this by the way? When, when did you start? This was Wait. like 2015, 2016. Okay. Okay. So like. In the beginning though, you didn't have to like have this 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 watch hours. You would just be able to sign up and you can start making a bag. It don't matter if you was a felon, it don't matter if you if it was a dropout, it didn't matter if you had, didn't have a high school diploma. You could just sign up and start making money. And so when I saw that first five cents, I was like, oh my, like how could, this is real like. And so fast forward to my first viral video, I just remember um, picking up my wife from work. This was when we were dating at the time. 
And while we were dating, um, I used to just come over there, pick her up from work. But one of the times I had this laptop, funny story about the laptop, I traded some Yeezys to get it. Oh, so gave you first love for yo. Yeah, yeah, the sneakers, you, you, you put that together. So I, I was sitting in the car and I was just like, man, I got to record this voiceover for this video. And of course, it wasn't showing my face and it was some gameplay. So I remember just, you know, putting my heart into that video. And I just felt like it was a big moment that was about to happen out of that moment. And so, you know, I posted the video and then I was telling my wife, like, yo, like, it's this this video acted different. This is not like normal. So woke up, it had like two thousand views, and then within the next forty eight hours, it had like almost a half a million views. It's in wait half a million. million. This is like eight years ago. And right, right. Yeah, yeah. and half I forty eight mm -hmm. hours. Yeah, in twenty sixteen. Yeah, and this and and that and that was like crazy. And at that point, like I said, I just never stopped uploading on YouTube since then. Um, and then just like doing that style of content. You know, like I said, it was scalable. I was able to grow really, really fast. I had like 50,000 subscribers in like a couple of months. Then I had hit my first 100,000 subscribers, which is when I like completely just stopped working a nine to five. Like came home, told wifey like, look, I'm done working this nine to five. I'm about to just go all in on this YouTube thing. And bro, I've been an entrepreneur since, bro. So it's... Could you imagine having a financial coach that at any given time, you could ask your questions in real time from a real expert and get real advice. To be honest, Pocket Advisor is the flagship feature, in my opinion, of the Melanin Millionaires Club. And when I originally created this platform, for those of you who may not know this, Pocket Advisor was actually the name and the primary feature back in 2021. But when I rebranded to the Melanin Millionaires Club, I knew that no matter what we added or changed, Pocket Advisor had to stay because we have democratized financial advice by giving you access to a real financial expert in real time. There is no other financial education platform that you'll find something like this that's actually backed by a financial advisor. One of the top 100 in the nation, I might add. So if you're looking to get financial education in your pocket in real time, Head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about Pocket Advisor as well as all the other great benefits and features that you can find as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. I want to shout out my man Carter Cofield, right? So I was going to see him, right? And so obviously some people might think like, oh, well, yeah, like he maybe he felt guilty. So of course he's going to show up for you when you come to see him, maybe. But the way that you showed up for me, bro, in real time, I already had so much respect for you as a brother and a business partner, mm -hmm. but it just took it to a whole new level. He literally gave me the clothes off his back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And look at you in shape, because <laughs> because like <laughs> we ain't wear the same size. That was just on you, bro. You was gonna be like a tricky. mad snug for the, for the next couple of days. Yo, my God. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Took me to Zara, gave me a credit card. Can I get, back, can, can I get my MS card back? Yeah, like, I got it right here, man. Not only, uh, do I got, and not only do I got the Amex card back for you, I got something else for you, too. I got something else for you too, bro. So you remember how you you know you sent me so much? Hey, bro, I know you got you're gonna watch it. You got to watch a guy looking for a particular Roly. I might it might be something in that box for you. It might it might be something in that box. Y'all see this? First of all, it might be bro, something in that box for you. This better not be, bro. Bro, it, it, might, it might be something in that box for you. Hold on, trap. Hold on. Move that, move that thing out the way there. Move that thing out the way there. Yo, this is crazy. 
Yo. Official. Welcome Am to Am I the part club. of the club now? You're part of the club, brother. Let me open this thing. How you Oh, it's, it's, it's open from the top. Okay. Okay. It's his first one, y'all. Y'all give him some break. Hey, look, give, give, give me a break, y'all. I'm not used to nice things. I am not used to nice things. Yo, this is nice. Y'all see this? Fire, clean, clean, two tone. Because I, because I, I, oh, let me let me put this on right now. And, and and we got the, got got you to clasp on there, so it gets extra classy. The fold over class. Oh, you know, all of them don't come like that. Okay, so y'all, if y'all, if y'all watching on YouTube, uh, this is a two tone Rolex, y'all. So this is what we gonna do on the air. On the air, we're gonna do this right now. What are we gonna do? We gonna retire Michael Kors <laughs> off my wrist for the rest of my life. <laughs> we are gonna retire Michael Kors oh. off my wrist for the rest of my life, and let me put this, yo. I go to the club, bro. Bro, did you already get it fitted? Does it, yeah, I already got to fit it. It fits my wrist perfectly. Yeah, I already got to fit it, bro. Bro. <sighs> to an educated guess. So we're the same size. You know, the, his wrist should be about the same size, too. So, oh. my guy. <laughs> you in there. You in I'm there. in there like swimwear. You, know, you get something it's like, man, it's nice, but then you got to go. You got to go get the links taken yeah, out. Yeah, because you want to wear it right now. Like, yeah. is, it, is it too tight or is it straight? It's, it's good? straight. It's, okay. Bro, it's straight. Yeah, the extra links are in there just in case if you need everyone to adjust it. Hey, yeah, y'all. Man. Hey, I am officially part, part of the Rolex gang. Thanks to my brother. And this is... So So, so let me just tell you what happened. So in, in Colombia, like, you know, when the situation happened, like, I'm like, bro, it sucks, but, like, you with me. Like, here go some outfits. Here go some money. Here go a credit card. Like, the last thing we go worry about is money right now. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, we we, right. we, 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 do, we have to deal with, but the last thing we go worry about is, like, money... And like things being taken care of, and that's why like having dope friends is so is, is important. But also having friends in just that in situations where like money is not an issue, right? You know what I'm saying? That would have been the whole thing. It's like, yo, when you when you gonna send? Like, I know I'm holding you down right now, but can your wife maybe like deposit the money in my account? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was no. If, if your wife sent it to me, then I I'll, I'll give it good. to you. Right? Yeah. It was nothing like that. It was like you know I ate what he ate. You know what I'm saying? It was no no expense spared, and made a less than desirable situation a lot better. And so I just wanted to publicly appreciate you and thank you, bro. And um, yeah, man, that's a brotherhood, man. I appreciate you, brother. How much is this? A little, a little like eight, you know, you know. What? 18, 19. 18, 19. So I got 20,000 on my wrist. Like, yeah, like to make sure, make sure you get that insurance. I sent you the link already. <laughs> make sure you get that insurance. The last, last, last thing we need is right. to take it away from me. Right, right, right. So, uh, so you're in the gang, man. Roll the gang. My thing is, I'm very simple. If I try something and it works, I become the best at it. That's it. So I, <laughs> I was like, like that. That's, that's, it. Simple, <laughs> that's it. So I'm like, all right, I'm not posting. So this is what happened. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I did a, a webinar for a week and mm -hmm. I didn't promote it at all. Just straight cold ads. Mm -hmm. And then I had spent like 30,000 that week. And then we ended up, no, 40,000 that week. And then we ended up doing 70K on the webinar. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right. 30K profit. I'm like, that's what's up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then the next week I said, all right, the only thing I'm going to change is I'm going to post one time per day on social media. Mm -hmm. I did that and I tripled the revenue. And I was like, I'll be posting every day for the rest of the 
<laughs> that's it. So, so then from there, it was like, all right, if that's what I'm going to be doing, then I have to find a content style that makes sense for me, mm -hmm. a content style that's valuable that mm -hmm. I can always post about. Right. And then that will always keep my revenue tripling. And then after that, I got into the content side and I started obsessing about that. Like, how can I make every piece of content go viral? And mm. like, what's the play? How do I make sure that my content isn't fatiguing and it's boring or I'm talking right. about the same thing all the time? So, and if you want to, you know, right now with Instagram in particular, right? People are struggling, right? It's like the night, the views are down, the comments are down, the engagement is down. Not, his. not on JP's page, <laughs> right? not, not on this side. So, Talk to us about the thought. <laughs> no, you made me mad, bro. What made me mad, dog, is I'm sitting here telling you, if you were posting up, man, I post two, three times a day, man. You got to get on the side. And then, like, uh, two months ago, I'm calling JP, hey, man, I need help with content. <laughs> <laughs> Teach me how to do this, man. Like, it's crazy. I'll show you how to do this. So, yeah. yeah. Humble, humble. Yeah, so so talk, so help help the people out, right? Because people are struggling. Their engagement's down. And here you are going viral at every post, right? Y'all see, y'all seen the infamous. Right. Yeah, you started you know that. You started that. Y'all seen that, that, right? So just walk us through the mental process of how you got there and figured it out, figured right. out the science of this is going to work. It's really crazy because the really the only thing I did was just test out a, a bunch of different things. Mm -hmm. And then I tested out podcast clips. I tested out point up video. I tested out uh infographics or whatever and then tweets the, the, i just tried it all out yeah. and then the point up video did the best and i said all right that works i'm gonna do triple amount the amount of inputs that like that's it i was like all right this works do it more and then i but yeah. then after doing it more i i started to talk about like the details inside of all of it. So there's a way in which to craft this content to make it go viral. Gotcha. And there's software as well as involved to make it go viral too. Uh, so now I'm just like obsessing about every detail. So in the point up, I tested pointing up and shaking your head no versus pointing up and shaking your head yes. Pointing up and smiling or pointing up and frowning. And what I realized was is that the pointing up, shaking your head no, and then dropping your head down, it's actually a very negative it's negative connotation. Gotcha. So, but negativity spreads much faster than positivity. So what I realized was, is that in the videos where I was shaking my head, no, and she's going down, yeah. people felt like they were being reprimanded for not having the information that I was sharing. And then I also tested talking about yeah. talking with my original voice mm -hmm. versus doing the Siri style voice. No one knew me or my voice. They know the Siri style voice because it's going viral on TikTok. Mm -hmm. So the combination of the Siri style voice with shaking my head no and reprimanding and then getting into the information that hook alone is what kept people to watch the rest of the video Got so that's just one piece and i break down every piece like that to we can go further if you, if you guys want yeah i mean first of all you i, I called you and tell me this part <laughs> but like that's what i mean bro about being operating in excellence most people don't have the bandwidth to go that deep the depth right people most people want to go wide and fast right yeah. and he's going Pause, by the way. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going deep on this, right? And it's just, it's it's almost refreshing because we're living in this society where everybody wants everything so fast. They don't want to do the work and wonder why they're not getting the results, right? right? And they're looking at you. They're they're probably looking at it just like, oh, I can do this too. And I, I was I, looking at it like that. Yeah. And I, yeah. Why is it not working for me? They don't realize the depth behind right. the scenes, the background work that yeah. you're doing. But I think that this is a good point to make too because what I realized about it was that this is the thing i first i got consistent and then i got really good gotcha. so i got consistent and i liken it to this like posting a youtube video once a week mm -hmm. that's cool 
but Mr. Beast posts a video a month, but it hits much harder. Mm -hmm. So for me, instead of being consistent every mm -hmm. day or multiple times a day, because people right. ain't got to post three, five times a day. I'm like, no, mm -hmm. I'm going to post one video that's going to get more traction than all of your videos just from mastering the technique. Right. So that's the take that I took on it versus just trying to be all there all the time. It's like, no, I'm going to yeah. do one thing right and yeah. master it. And then I'll. Have you ever been chilling on your couch and you were maybe trying to find something to watch on TV, whether it's Netflix or Hulu, Amazon Prime, Stars? I mean, there's so many streaming services nowadays, right? Um, maybe you've already binge watched that favorite series and it's over and you're just trying to find something else to watch. But imagine if you spent that energy trying to find creative and impactful content that can help you level up your journey towards your first one million in net worth. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks, which is a complete library of past workshops and masterclasses where you can learn different topics across personal finance, wealth building and entrepreneurship on your journey towards your first one million in net worth. So head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about Financial Flicks, as well as all the other great features that you can find inside of our Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. Our lifestyle is designed to automatically need money, yeah. regardless. Yeah. We're taught to need money. We're also taught, here's a key thing that I want to really share with people that's very important. It's not the power of the money that makes you go to work. It's the power of saying you have a job that makes you go to work. Because if you were to walk, walk into work and they tell you, well, we're going to have to downsize. Well, instead of us downsizing, we're going to cut salaries by 10%. Your salary just got cut by 10%. You know what? You won't leave. Because you just like to be able to say, man, I got a job. It is not the it's not the money that makes you go. So when you understand the power isn't the money, the power is within the job. Now you start saying, how do I balance the training of the power that the job have over me, and now reverse that over and use the psyche that the job doesn't have power over me. I have power over the job. I just have not allowed myself to now figure this out. And what I mean by figure that out is when you get a job, the first thing that comes to mind is your job says. I'm going to underpay you, but I want you to overperform. Mm. Now, when you get your paycheck, you say, bet. Now, in return, I'm going to take my paycheck, and I'm going to go pay bills. That's a bar. You should never use your full paycheck just to pay bills, yeah, right? I, I love that. I think that that's really key because we're so conditioned to think, like, okay, how much should I be saving, like, 8 to 10%, and then mm. the rest I'm going to spend it, right? So it's like retraining your mind to say, like, hey, actually, there's wisdom in the wealth triangle. So it sounds like while you guys are, are are saying that you stumbled into some of these things, that you guys did some really fundamental like business practices mm -hmm. that I think really helped your business, right? So if I go back to the beginning of the conversation, it was like you were focused first on creating something great, right? Mm -hmm. So many people nowadays is like they've been they uh make do braids for somebody one time and now they got celebrity hairstylists and they buy right. it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like the first first thing. <laughs> That's a fact, man. That's true. That's a fact. Right? Man. That's true. You spent years refining the because the thing once you once you have a good product, the rest can kind of be figured out, yeah. right? But so many people skip over that part. How many hole in the wall restaurants do we go to? We don't care about the vibe. The food is fire. Yeah, right? wings. Yeah. Yeah. Wings. Yeah. Wings. Hold yeah. on, me. we, we got to yeah. do a tour. Like like any city we go to, we always trying to find the best wings. So matter of fact, in the comments as well, outside of sunflowers, <laughs> let us know every city we need to go to to get some wings. Uh. Right? Every city. All right. But so I, I so I hear that, right? That's the first thing that stuck out to me is 
focusing on product quality. Mm -hmm. um, the next thing that uh, I hear is starting with where you were, right? It's like, hey, look, instead of worrying about the wrong things, people, we have a product that people want. Let's get it to the people in whatever way, even if we got to write the label. So many people mm -hmm. got the prettiest packaging and mm -hmm. branding and it's stuff, the foam popping out when you open the mm -hmm. box, but the, pro trash. the product ain't even that yeah. good, mm -hmm. right. right? So so I think that was something that really stuck out, just like getting the product out there, starting yeah. where you are, especially if it's good, mm -hmm. right? And it has then, to be good. It right, has to be good. it has to be good. And then uh, doing research, right? Demogra like research with your audience to see like, what do they actually care about? Mm -hmm. yeah. What do they want, mm -hmm. right? Building community. These are all things that people, they're listening to this episode. Y'all are giving a low-key masterclass on right. the fundamentals of how to grow a business, right? Yeah. We are now putting a very big emphasis on like deepening our relationship with our community mm -hmm. because we understand how powerful it is. And so I just wanted to kind of like, while I was thinking about it, like unpack that for people because I don't yeah. I want them to miss it. Like y'all are just very... You know, you know, organically talking about it because that was your story, but I don't think there's anything um, about it's a, that. It's not an accident that you are right. here. You no, might you might have started on accident, right? right. But, but you're right. not where you are on right. accident. I it mean. was very intentional. A lot of it. You got to have what we call a hero product. You gotta mm -hmm. have something that's strong coming out the gate, even if it's not packaged pretty because financially you can't package it pretty just mm -hmm. yet. It has to be good, right? right? Once it's good, and once you sell enough of it, and I'm giving y'all a whole lot of game right now. Hey, yo, this what, is a listen, business class, right? right? Once it's good, once you've sold it to enough people, you rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, right? Once you get your money up, you now take that money and you double back and you make it pretty. You perfect mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. right? But don't get hung up. A lot of us have so many great ideas. And because we're so stuck on the idea of per perfectionism, mm -hmm. they just stay ideas. So if you want to 10x, 20x, 100x your brand, I'm telling you, even just by the law of large numbers, the more content you post, one of them in a 30-day period is going to get viewed by at least 100,000 people. And 100,000 people, even if just 1% of those people click the link in your bio and buy something, what's 1% of 100,000? That's, that's 1,000, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 1,000 people. Uh, financial advisor right here. Yeah, you <laughs> But that's 1,000 people. And 1,000 people who buy your product for $20. Mm -hmm. 1,000 people for 20? Yeah, $20,000. $20,000. And if you keep doing that, that's $20,000. $20,000. That, do that five times. Now you're making $100,000 a month. $100,000 a month. That's $1.2 a year. You did it, right? But I want you to recognize within that, because it sounds like, okay, let me just go post content. It's not just posting. I want you to really understand when you post content that can at least teach or share one educational element with your audience or make them laugh or connect with them in a way that helps them to see where they wanna go in the future, that's how you're going to build community. That's how you're going to build followers. So don't aim to create content that you think is perfect. Just create content that actually teaches someone something, even if it's just one gem, right? That's how you begin to essentially grow like wildfire because now people feel like, wow, when I follow her or his free content, I feel good. I learn something. I get something. So what's going to happen if I pay her, right? What's going to happen if I actually buy the product? What's going to happen if I actually enroll in the service? And don't give up when you get 10 views, okay? Can y'all promise? Raise your hand if you're making a deal with me right now. 
<laughs> Where, I, uh, everybody needs to have their hand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when that one reel flops, don't even look at it, right? Right now, you all see my page and see all these followers. I had 300 at the beginning. I used to get three people in my life, and one of them was Raquel, my mother. <laughs> okay? So you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Don't even look at the current, right? Create the content. Look at it as every piece of content that you create is a literal member of your sales team. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. We hope that this episode was inspiring and gave you some tangible nuggets that you can walk away with and implement in real time. If you found this episode valuable, please like, subscribe, share, and consider leaving a review of this episode on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time.